0: Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1,755 today, and thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. First of all, if you had a chance to check out the Rise of Skywalker panel, whether you saw it while you were at Celebration or you caught it on the live stream it may have occurred to you that not everybody was there. All the announced actors, it's a longer list than what we've actually seen. Of course, Adam Driver wasn't there. This is kind of par for the course. But Lupita Nyong'o was also not there. Uh, Donald Gleason was not there. And... You know, that's sort of a, like, okay, yeah, on the one hand, you know, bummer, obviously, and on the other hand, well, we already know who they're playing as characters. And yes, we don't necessarily know a lot about Naomi Aki's character, but hey, at least she was there. But there were three people who were not there. So, Carrie Russell has appeared on various shows and was actually grilled by none other than Stephen Colbert himself, As to the nature of her character in The Rise of Skywalker, and she was not giving up any details whatsoever. Richard E. Grant, however, has denied that he is playing the character Grand Admiral Thrawn, so that right there is set. And one of the things that he did say was that when they explained the character to him, when J.J. Abrams explained the character and told him the name of the character, that the room went upside down. That was how Richard E. Grant described the experience of being invited to play the character that he was invited to play in The Rise of Skywalker. And I gotta tell you, this one I'm having a little trouble with, because he talks about being a fan of Star Wars, and so... The implication that you know one immediately would like to jump to is that if he had that experience finding out who he is playing, it seems to suggest that the character is a recognizable one—that it's someone that you and I have heard of. And I got to tell you, I've been racking my brains on that, and you know. It's really hard to roll with a statement like that, because when somebody says they're a fan of Star Wars, that can mean a lot of different things. I mean, they could just be into the movies. They might also be into TV shows. They might be into books. They might be into comics. They might be into video games. It's really hard to say. And so, you know, sort of the default, I think, for anyone you know, that you hear that statement from, if they're not qualifying it, means that they're going to be talking about the movies. And if they're talking about the movies, then that really does kind of narrow the characters down. But 30 years onward from the events of the original trilogy, who is left? Who is left to trot out? I mean, Wedge Antilles? Like, is he going to play an old Wedge Antilles? It seems like a, a rather unusual prospect, per se, but certainly Dennis Lawson is not interested in coming out of retirement, or at least the last, you know, public remarks that he's made about that. he said, you know, why would I bother doing that? I've done that already. So yeah, that seems somewhat unlikely. And the rest of the rebel leadership, well, you know, that's pretty much gone as well. So that seems to only leave two other options open, one of which would be someone from the Empire side of the house and another that would be someone from the Scoundrel side of the house. And so what do you think? (laughs) <laughs> I am not going to go out on a limb and say that this is what Boba Fett looks like after having crawled out of the Sarlacc pit 30 years later. Uh, I'm not willing to, to go to that <laughs> degree. And as far, But, you know, who else is there? I mean, as far as the Empire goes, if it was somebody from the Empire, well, they pretty much all got wiped out at the end of Return of the Jedi as well. I mean, Admiral Piet is gone right? And, you know, who else? Moff Gergerard died on the Death Star. And every canon novel that we have that is, you know, that takes place after Return of the Jedi, it's not really including any major Empire characters with whom we were familiar with from the movies. So, yeah, your guess is as good as mine. I think I'm down to Boba Fett, but I'm, you know, I'm not willing to say that they're going to do that with Richard E. Grant. That seems absolutely ridiculous. And then there's the question of Matt Smith. So Matt Smith has actually said, and I will give you the exact quote in a moment, that he's not in Episode 9, which is a little bit head-scratching. But he was never confirmed for Episode 9, so we should probably start there. When they made the cast announcement about Episode 9, he was not included in that list. That being said, Variety magazine put out a report a while back citing sources saying that Matt Smith had been added for a role in episode 9. And, you know, it's one thing if it's coming out of, you know, say, England somewhere randomly like that. Which, you know, Matt Smith, Doctor Who, you know, so yeah, I guess you could possibly say that there's a chance that a rumor about this coming out of England might have an opportunity to be at least somewhat credible. But really, when it's coming out of Variety Magazine or The Hollywood Reporter, well, I mean, you know, that's pretty darn credible as far as where the sources come from. But there was a a piece that was done in the Los Angeles Times uh, about Matt Smith and being in a Robert Mapplethorpe movie. And, of course, because, you know how this goes, if he is rumored to be attached to Star Wars, then they're going to ask about Star Wars. And here's exactly the phrase that they quoted in the article. He says, As far as I can tell, I'm definitely not. That's the quote-unquote in the LA Times article where it talks about whether he's in Star Wars and maybe he's not, although the article does flag the fact that he is good at keeping secrets, according to Doctor Who. Well, there is a way where that could be an utterly and completely honest answer, and yet he could still be in Star Wars Episode 9. So I'm gonna explain how that works in just a moment. Stay tuned. Hey there. If you're enjoying all the coverage that I'm bringing you from Star Wars Celebration and what I do every single day for you at Star Wars 7x7, I hope you'll consider putting something in the tip jar at patreon.com/sw7x7. $1, 327, 501 or more. Honestly, every little bit helps and every little bit is just as exciting as every other little bit. Please consider supporting me in the work of delivering Star Wars stories and interviews to you on a daily basis at patreon.com slash SW7X7. Welcome back. So... How Matt Smith could not be in episode 9 and yet be in episode 9. Well, Stephen from Roku Depot, who I happened to meet for the first time in person at Star Wars Celebration Chicago. It was really awesome to meet you, Stephen. Thank you so much for taking the time to say hi. Um, he actually attended the droids and animatronics panel at Star Wars Celebration Chicago. It was one that I did not happen to get to myself. And among the other things that they talked about in there was how the motion capture stuff is being used to do animatronics in the movies. And so it's entirely possible that Matt Smith could be a motion capture character or a CGI character and, you know, it, or, you know, a practical effects character where it's an animatronic creature that is in a scene and is actually controlled by someone in a motion capture suit off screen. And this would essentially mean that you could kind of be in Star Wars without being in Star Wars because you're wearing the suit and you're acting out the character but you are not physically in the movie. And, you know, he could be talking and voicing the character and be in the movie that way. And so, yeah it could just simply be a situation where they're talking about the letter of the law, not the spirit of the law, if you will. Like, I'm not in the movie. Like, physically, my body isn't in the movie, even though he's portraying a character in the movie. So there is definitely a way that it could actually be legit that he is in episode 9. So we're just going to have to wait and see how that pans out. But thank you, Steven, for that suggestion and for sharing the information about the droids and animatronics panel with me. That might lend some interesting insight into that whole situation. So that is going to do it for today's episode. We've got a couple more where we're going to focus on The Rise of Skywalker and the teaser trailer and... Um, Other details that you may have missed in there. But for now, we're going to call it a day on today's episode of the show. And thank you again so much for joining me for it. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind.